A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the Agathapoyos of this podcast. Mm. Whoa. Whom? What? (laughs) (laughs) That is the Greek word which Benefic is derived from. Oh. Oh, Okay. It means good doer. I like it. And wait until you hear the one for Olympics. <laughs> I can't wait. That just reminded me. I was reading someone's um, movie criticism piece. I don't remember whose it was, but they talked about the word "weird" coming from the like the root of the word meaning "faded," like of fate. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I like that was a, synchronized. Like, yeah. oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, and like the way that they spell it, and like in in Shakespeare, weird is used, uh, the W Y R spelling. Um, but I like I I like that. 
of like weird oh that was weird you're weird <laughs> I went to get a like mole checked out today and the doctor like I let the doctor bring in a student doctor because they're like hey we have like a student doctor here and he's trying to learn how to be a doctor and I was like that's just a mole checkup so it seems semi-non-invasive so why not check it out so he was like good like nothing scary was good but then he looked at like one other mole I've got to always wear sunscreen everybody and turn around and said he said all clear but he thought he said all weird so I was like it's all <laughs> weird and he's like no it's all clear and I was like yeah I thought you said it was all weird and then <laughs> then his boss was just like Mm-hmm. <laughs> like make ma- making notes of like maybe we shouldn't say all clear because it sounds a little too similar to all weird <laughs> or maybe par- <laughs> paranoid mole people are like what what was that as well, you wash your hands and turned away my my coworker designed this menu that we've been doing for a special event and last night I went up to him and I said getting a lot of compliments on these cocktails and he goes what and I'm like yeah you know people like them. And he's like, did you just say you're comping a lot of my cocktails? Oh. <laughs> and I was like, no, people are complimenting. And he still thought I said complaining after that. I'm like, no, dude, people like them. Psychotic person. This, <laughs> I said I had my I don't think I talked about this, but I had the most like embarrassing um, like <laughs> my social skills kind of thing. I went to a, someone's backyard barbecue and uh, a woman was arriving and she said hi I'm Roxanne and I thought she said hi I brought sand so when she said her name you know like what a person does when they enter a space I just said okay (laughs) (laughs) she said I brought sand and I truly was like I don't know how to process this and we just kind of like looked at each other and uh and then like a little bit later like maybe it doesn't feel like it was a beat later it feels like it was like minutes later when she finally introduced herself again and then I was like oh my god that's what you said but I'm losing there's, it I'm I'm weird I'm all weird <laughs> all it's weird. all weird it's all weird back here it looks real real bumpy well there's I think just some words that you just I, I for a while I had this with the word condone like I still have a hard time recognizing that it means you like the thing it sound to me it has the I don't even know what that is where the the kind it sounds like it's not it sounds like condemn something. sounds like condemn and I have a tough like time with condone and I rarely ever will use that word because it feels like I'm not using it correctly even though that is I'm thinking of it in the correct way or I'll say I it think, in the opposite way like I yeah I think me and condone I don't condone I think condone. it's also one of those ones that you usually say not that I condone it or I don't condone it but and so with it also no. is like wait, what does this word mean? Because we're always using it in whatever that grammatical format is, like the the negative affirmation, you know? Or maybe maybe I had a family member who used it in the wrong way my whole, I, I don't know. There's something where it's seeped in where I know what it is now and I'm not that dumb of a bitch, but I still, there's like, I've just heard it the wrong way, I think for so long that it's it seeped in and I avoid it. I was just going to say, I feel like it's only used in like, in my world and 
like rules or like talking about politicians or mm-hmm. things that I already feel like I don't um I'm not an expert on yeah well it's a I think that's a good um observation that it's in rules and that too because I was just thinking back to um I used condone in a joke at one point and it never landed and I I I don't want to be like it wasn't that because it was just it wasn't like the punchline of the joke it was just an interim kind of little baby joke but it would never get any laughs and I was always, I was like what is happening and now I'm like oh people don't I don't think people like the word condone or it makes you go do. you start mm-hmm. thinking you start checking out and and thinking of why those like sometimes the words that you really like or that are like fun words to say or something or like that rhythmically makes sense have all of these other things happening and mm-hmm. Might, yeah. yeah there might have just been a bunch of me's in the audience going what she likes which one it? <laughs> does she like it or does she not that's even mm-hmm. that where it's like if you're having to think about the word itself then you're not listening to the context and what what we're trying to say so you do want to make it not necessarily not not big not big words but it, they do have to be clear words and you choose your words very specifically all right we're bringing back condone maybe we just need to emerge in therapy i condone we condone uh benefics we condone uh podcast voting <laughs> voting no on september 14th in oh, the gubernatorial election yeah absolutely yes. condone we condone so hard voting no oh i condone i i can don't could i could don't and i can don't and condone the fda condones some yes the pfizer vaccine right <laughs> yes and yes. i'm not even like second guessing like that is the correct term we condone that- voting no and we condone getting vaccinated <laughs> yeah if we haven't made that absolutely com- crystal condoned clear condoned as a pass as an adjective you are condemned <laughs> for life. So photo, get backs. Are we doing Sucked more it. harm than good now with using condone? That's my question. Yeah. Now are we confusing people? Yeah. We do want. <laughs> this is what's going to get really confusing. Is the next sentence I'm going to say is also confusing. We do want you to vote no on September 14th if you In are California. a California voter. We do want you to get vaccinated. Yes, yes, that all made sense. <laughs> and maybe your friend's a California voter. Maybe your family's a California voter. Maybe uh, you just Grandma. want people to, yeah, who, how, whomever. Um, maybe you guys want a phone bank for us. <laughs> I don't know if people are doing that. Yeah, but. is that trending? Is it? Are yeah. we the new Georgia of of this yeah. year? Yeah, I've know. been getting texts. Yeah, I've just I have started to. getting texts. It just, I think everyone just realized that September wake me up September I, has, is almost around the corner I I know it's scary and it's not good um political strategy necessarily but I do think this year that makes sense where it is like uh because California we do we can mail in and I know I know that that is not as easy here it's they make it very easy for you to to do mail in um I do think people just are are thinking about a lot of stuff and so having it kind of closer to the election itself does feel i i still feel like we can get people out oh, there's i think there's time this will be uh out real soon and i think the thing it's like a condone situation is it's no on a recall 
So like, mm-hmm. we don't even want to get to the point of the recall because then they got to vote again. So let's just vote no, because even though Gavin Newsom's hot and not that great, uh, the other options are abysmal. So wait, I don't like- believe that we vote again. You don't vote again? No. Is it just no. who no. wins? Oh, God. Yeah. Whoever whoever gets the most votes in this election is the governor. That's why you yeah. vote no. That's why you vote oh. no. No, we yeah. don't then have like a recall election. No. Oh, the so governor gets the call. So for instance, if Gavin Newsom I still have to my ballot. Re- maintains 49% of the, the vote, that oh. means he is recalled and someone who gets 15, if that's the most, could still be the governor. That's what's yes. scary. That's why. Yes. You so yes. vote no. Vote so no. You know, yeah. Vote no for sure. And if you're like, ugh, politics, ugh, the vaccine, isn't this a dumb bitches astrology podcast? Uh, it is still. So this is. These are important things. I can't think vote. of anything. I can't think of anything dumber than not getting vaccinated or voting or not voting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it does good. It's a do-gooder, just like Mm -hmm. the planets that we're fucking with today. Oh yeah, speaking. Yeah, I think I think it's important too to to signify because it's something I had obviously heard talked about in astrology a lot, and um, when when reading found that it occurs mostly in Vedic or Vedic astrology. Mm -hmm. Um, which is not something that I'm an expert in so you know if you have more information on these subjects please feel free to email us or message us because I don't want to speak out of turn so to speak but we'll be obviously doing what we normally do and giving you information with sources yes absolutely well we're talking about the benefics uh today and yeah, benefic malefic is definitely something that's used in Vedic. I also am not a Vedic expert uh, uh, in any capacity, uh, but it's also something that I've heard in traditional astrology a lot. It definitely is one of those things that feels you don't you don't read it in a lot of psychological astrological texts. A lot of uh, quote unquote Western astrology. I just saw someone categorize it that way, and I was like, mm, that doesn't. I don't think. I think modern astrology is more. More appropriate to say where we're not seeing that versus traditional, um, but it's. I think it still is something that we don't necessarily name in modern astrology, but we're certainly aware of it, and we use it in in the language that we use around the descriptors of these planets, in how we talk about their actions, and how we just view them. I think in terms of like, you know the good ones <laughs> i mean <laughs> the, more yeah. or less it's not and and we i think we on podcast specifically do a lot to say you know the ones that are always saying these are the good ones or this is the easy one this is you know whatever isn't always the case um but i mean based on their significations it makes sense that that, that we're here that we're having this conversation about the planets that we are yeah i learned about all the like benefic malefic the we'll talk about the essential dignities in in a future episode we've talked all like they've been mentioned in the grander schemes we're gonna get real micro which is always fun but i don't i think that's like an early conversation we had in like early day dog days of what's your sign of i don't know if i and as a very modern western astrologer feel 
connected to the good and the bad of a planet. Like, but I think it's important to know them. And I think it's uh, good to know, especially for current transits. Like I, I think in like a natal chart, I don't feel, and this is just personal, personal vibrary. I don't feel it as much, or I don't relate to like that, that, oh, these inherently are good or these inherently have, you know, tougher things. I mean, it's, they, I feel like I'm talking in circles and like, yeah, they do. Cause obviously Saturn is rules and, and Mars can be like a little tough cookie, which one we'll get into the next episode, but it's nice to know the meat of this. But if you're someone that does get caught up in like, am I good or am I bad? I just want to give like a disclaimer of we're all good and we're all, and we're all bad well, as well. I think too, it's kind of like when we talked about aspects and like, mm-hmm. um, how, you know, sometimes, you know, if someone says I'm going through a Pluto transit, you kind of know they don't mean I'm having a fucking great time. Like you kind of know what they mean. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, And even though Pluto is not included in this, which is why I I used it. um, I think that like sometimes those things end up being better for us. Sometimes the quote unquote, not great stuff ends up being better for us in the long run or ends up teaching us lessons. Like we talked about with aspects, you know, sometimes when we have these really positive benefic, like, things when things come easy to us we don't always recognize that and so we don't always use it so this is your like permission to take a look at your chart and find out where you do have strength so that you can put it into practice this is virgo season we're we're doing this so that we can take action and use these things instead of saying well i have this and so that means this thing comes really easily to me and i don't have to work on it that's not why we do this podcast and that's not why we look at this practice of astrology yes agreed i think there's something where people hear good and go oh that's um few i'm helpful or like (laughs) that's helpful and i would say uh like it's not so much good and bad because both of those things are helpful but i think quote unquote good things are often less helpful because of those things that we talked about during aspect because there isn't anything that stands out about it it's not as good a teacher because you it you just like did it and you took the test and you forgot about it you didn't have to uh you know there wasn't a big embarrassment or something there wasn't a big upset that of course you wouldn't remember because it was it was notable um but i think that there is also something because you know, I know there are always people that are listening that are, that are new, but I feel like if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know, you have a a handle on, on astrology to a certain degree, but I feel like people, um, sometimes because there's so much information, it's hard to say like what's important or what's, what's not, or how, how much now that I learned that I have a Venus sign, how much importance do I put on that? And I think knowing benefic and malefic, which we're not going to talk about malefics today. Like Stevie said, we're going to do that in a future, future episode, but I feel like also it leaves the, the vacuum just by compare that it's the opposite of what we're talking about. So you'll get an idea. I feel like whether we actually are addressing it or not, but this idea of knowing like, Oh, okay. Venus is a, is a benefic. Um, probably not the planet that I'm looking to when I am uh, looking for like sharpness or how do I set boundaries? How do I do this thing when I'm looking about like, where, where do I, if I'm wanting to feel good, if I'm wanting to do this, I feel like um, we can contextualize place things better when we know these kind of broader 
not your chart specific things. I feel like we can get really granular on our own chart and be like this. Now I learned about this thing and this is now the most important thing when it might not actually be. And I think these broader concepts help us remind ourselves like, oh, well, all, all these are like this some of the time, all these are like this some of the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does that make sense to pull back and give yourself some perspective? Yeah, no, I think, I think so. Cause I know, you know, folks can like live and die by the transits and like, be like, well, this, you know, malefic is fucking with my life today. So I'm not going to go live. And it's like, well, things are going to be hard and things are going to sometimes come easy. So I think there's that, that just like peace of knowing of like when you're giving extra love, like we just had that, um, I'm doing thinking in terms of benefits when we had that, that nice trine with Venus and Jupiter, uh, uh, recently that was like, everyone was like pumped on it. And it's like, yeah, like let's get pumped on the good. And just when we have those malefics, we don't have to run and hide, but we can know it's like squares. I think what Lisa hit with aspects too, is mm-hmm. how, if it's not, we look outside, nothing's ever easy. We don't even know what condone means. So like sometimes yeah. you just have to, well, you just have to like put a helmet on and, and try it. And also who knows, like, I think it dep- it's also going to depend a lot on your chart. Maybe some things might, if you're maybe a, depending on benefic rule, malefic rule chart, maybe you might dig into the malefic energy again, when we get there, it's hard to not talk about them all together, but we'll focus on the do-gooders today. I I think also let's change. I mean, we can still say, you know, good and good and bad and all those things, but I think it is this idea of like, to me, at least utility, what is their utility? And I Mm. think benefics are more, are better for enjoyment Mm -hmm. and uh like like parties yeah this is vibes yeah this is enjoyment versus like uh lessons or um like longevity or something like that where it's like this is going to be uh uh tough but you're gonna build strength this is a character building as opposed to a like ego building or a um you know what's the word like acclaim I agree. I also think that, well, today I had this thing I was like nervous about and I looked at, I was looking at, you know, transits because obviously if you're nervous about something, the best thing to do is freak out about it instead of study the thing that you're supposed to be doing. You should look at the astrology and Make sure that you <laughs> fuck yourself over. Um, Tell you how you're right that this is yeah. gonna go terribly. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Where's the moon I, for this mole check? Oh, I, Pisces. Oh, it's okay. gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just so you guys know, I condone. <laughs> um, condone so the spiral, baby. Instead of coming up with you know or refreshing ideas that I had to work with today, I went and. I looked at some transits and one of the things was talking about taking action and having um, kind of like having an idea of what you wanted to do or what you wanted to, t- to work on. And so I asked right when I got like, right when I got a second, right when it was okay to do, I asked someone like, Hey, how do you feel about this thing? And they were like, Oh, you should ask this person, another person. And who that's their specialty. And I said, okay. And so I asked them and they said, oh, I have no idea. And also good luck with that. And I was like, oh, okay. 
no wonder it said like things are going to be confusing and whatever. So now I know that I'm the one that has to come up with the answer and then I will be rewarded for that, if that makes sense. Yes. But I did, it was like working backwards where it was, I was like, oh, this is going to be hard. I'm going to have to like figure out how to do something or whatever. I'm like, okay, I figured it out. Like it's, I have to come up with the answer, not the question. Yes. I love that because I've been having, uh, uh, I think, especially with this past full moon in Aquarius and thinking about trying to just trying to do like the opposite of things that I've been doing. I know we've talked about this on this pod of being like, oh yeah, whatever, however you're using your brain, maybe just do the opposite of that and see if you get better (laughs) results because right now as going not working. Um, but thinking about those things of like, oh yeah, if I keep pumping up into this maybe I am the one who's supposed to do this or like I where is and I think for me that is in the benefics in my in my chart um are both about like you know I've said this before of like it's never communicating less the answer is always talking more about a thing and the other one is usually being the one to do it if you notice the problem you're the solution most likely so I think those those benefic things where as much as I've just been like, oh, you know, we don't learn anything from that. We don't get anything there. I think sometimes we can get ourselves in a loop where we assume because of that, like enjoyment to um, education or, you know, character building, you know, access, you go, well, I need to learn something from this. I want this to be important. I need that. I have to, if I'm going to be suffering, I need to make sure that it's, it's worth something instead of going, well, what if I could also just not suffer? Like what if we could, what if we could move towards, how would you enjoy this? What would be, uh, where do you have some, some do gooding or where are you maybe better suited for this, this thing, uh, where you don't have to just keep torturing yourself. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling that same, maybe it wasn't the Aquarius full moon, but still on the Aquarius vibe of the Jupiter retrograde back into Aquarius. Maybe it's like hitting that same house that I'm having Saturn going through right now where it's like, oh, that plan I thought actually sucks or like, or yeah, that's if everything went without a hitch, like without any like elements of chance or the world. So that, I don't know, it's that check back in and maybe since it is a benefit too with with Jupiter where it's like yeah cool these are when everything is going good and just so you know everything can be pulled from you in four seconds so maybe it's also the Virgo season of it all so it's what's plan b and c and are you ready if d also has to happen um so yeah just echo feeling feeling all of those maybe it's just like end of summer time sadness too where it's just there's a lot of like checking back in and I think the benefits are rooting for you that's like the nice thing about them right they're they want you to have the most that you can and even looking through you know Jupiter and Venus being the main ones we can talk about the kind of bonus feature ones they are really about love and sharing they're about like sort of beautiful messages of what is sort of peace and harmony right if applied uh, with good intentions. Like it's about like utopia. <laughs> like it's about if like, what if we actually aligned our, our values and everyone was heard and we learned, like, even what you said, Julie of learning, feels very Jupiterian of what if we just gave the most without expecting really anything in return, which feels just so like, 
idyllic when then when we get to the other guys, it's very the opposite, right? Because we know that that's not always 100% possible. But what if we looked at life through that lens every once in a while? It's kind of refreshing. Yeah, and I think because we're all ruled by the um, benefics, obviously, yes. I think for us, it's like this, this feels to come naturally. Um, but there are definitely people who have that tension with those things and so I want to make space for also people who struggle to receive I mean I know we all three do too like um I'm technically uh I'm technically a waning moon so I don't know you could go either you could go either either way way, baby depends on the day depends depends. on the day baby (laughs) but we all have benefic sun I guess rulers um yeah yeah that's true um so I think like And I think we all do also, of course, we all have all things and we all also struggle with receiving, but uh, maybe if you have a lot of like prominent, you don't have a lot of prominent benefic stuff, like maybe work on receiving. I think that's the energy of these instead of, even though I know it's hard to get away from good and bad, this is like the energy of receiving, right? Getting stuff. Yes. Or just making it again like enjoyable a little more leisurely it doesn't have to be thinking about you know this is venus specific also these so the benefics uh speak to the planets themselves so no matter what sign any uh, of those are venus is a benefic planet jupiter is considered a benefic planet the sun and moon sometimes are again that's where we need to get more into signs and aspects sect of a chart uh things like that but but in general and i think for the purposes of not being strictly traditional astrologers or vedic astrologers the benefics are venus and jupiter no matter what sign they're in again they can both they can be aspected they can be in a sign that isn't whatever but the planets themselves are benefic um but thinking about like yeah just making venus things things that you make aesthetically pleasing or sweet tasting or those things aren't usually because they make them stronger or more longer lasting it is the they are these things that are kind of ephemeral and just meant to be enjoyed meant to be experienced meant to be um immersive and all that too i think then speaking of of jupiter of so much of knowledge too not to say that like college is isn't important but it is not where you go to learn your necessarily most practical skills it's where you go to be surrounded by ideas and expanse and where you're often kind of even thinking about the the nature of going to college and being living at the place and all of this stuff where you can really be all in it it is creating this un unusual special immersive kind of thing that you don't stay in forever it's it's only this one part of time where you can really just focus on this thing and then you go out and you use it you disseminate you you do all this stuff but those things those venus jupiter things to me aren't things that we do not that you can't have little bits every day or or add them in but they aren't the things that we are necessarily supposed to do all the time because they're kind of meant to be impermanent yeah, I also Wikipedia calls the sun a malefic, which I oh. found interesting. Um, I could see that. So just know that when it comes to those luminaries, sometimes it's not always one way or another, depending on what thing you're looking at and who you're talking to. And Mercury is like neutral. Yeah, it can take on the energy, which is very mercurial. Mercurial. If it's say mm. conjunct a malefic or if it's aspecting in a tough 
tougher spot with a malefic than it, it can feel. It can you know, feel that. yeah, I saw the sun. It I does think make it depends sense. on if you're looking at Vedic or traditional because I yeah. think in Vedic, it's just nah. And again, I may be fudging, fudging the ball. But yeah, the that makes sense can, can flux. It makes sense that the sun would be a malefic, though, thinking of if what I just said about these being ephemeral and changing and kind of flexible and soft and um, able to grow or whatever, that's the moon. We're not talking about the sun there. The sun comes up the same way every day and is so unchanging that mm -hmm. if it if it aspects well with your your fire, Jupiter and fire, Venus, then that that is the sun happy. But that's not the sun being chill. Well, that's <laughs> like, I read it. It said somewhere like the sun can block out, yeah, right, and that's like the idea of the the malefic. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it has influence over other things, I guess. So that's what um, that's what Wikipedia says. It's has a strong influence over those things we need to decrease in order to increase our spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah, which makes sense. But some people, but yeah, some some, yeah. I guess it depends on which way you're looking at it. Yeah. Well, I was thinking of like that, especially. I mean, being in the entertainment industry and thinking of those things or just thinking of like greed or corporations or any, anything where you could see if someone's identity is strong it's it is at the one time blocking out these things but it also is like totally partying with these benefics and it's being like oh yeah I deserve all of that that stuff so it still is right. like malefic but you might not see it that way as you're experiencing it mm -hmm. right. and I kind of hinted at it with my chart ruler but also said with the moon that can be benefic when it's waxing and it's said to be thought as more malefic when it's wane when it's waning but i think that mm -hmm. again all depends jupiter and venus are the main players in the benefic zone i think when you get into vedic it's i mean we need to get a vedic astrologer on here because i like it's so granular for mm -hmm. the benefic and malefic like I was even reading about how Jupiter can be become malefic. Of if course it's with, it can. Like if it's with like Mercury and like other shit. And I was just like, and they even have it by the houses and by which rising. And of course, then there's mm -hmm. other, I don't know if they're planets or asteroids, but the there's different uh, planet. I will just call them planets for this ease. Other planet names that are also considered benefic and malefic. So you can get really um, into it. And it does seem like it's like a very, I think it's, seems very important in terms of like Vedic uh, forecasting and astrology and natal chart interpretation and well, also it makes, used in the traditional. It makes sense though. I mean, again, not, not in the, in the flattening of, oh, you're this, so this happens, but it is like, it's like a uh, chemical reactions to things or so where it's like, yeah, if you, when I pour if you rim my glass with tahine, then it's fine in my white claw. But if I pour it directly in there, it explodes. Are those still not great flavor combinations? Absolutely. But that's not the way that you should mix them. That kind of, th or like, that's what happens mm -hmm. again. Not, not to say that it's also not a fun, you know, <laughs> this is a fun party trick or whatever, like that it is, doesn't have utility, but it is, I, I do like that. It is kind of, it's like baking. Mm -hmm. I think too, we all have the, that one friend, you know, that Tiffany Haddish joke where she's like, we all have that one friend who will make you do like some shit you never should have done or whatever. Yes. <laughs> we all like, you know, we all hang with Mars. Sometimes we all hang with like that person who, you know, is going to like take you out till five. You're going to be hung over for a meeting in the morning or whatever thing. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever you're bad mm -hmm. or takes you out to eat and you order the 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 
bad girl order or whatever you're doing dessert for breakfast or whatever you're like whatever your vice is mm-hmm. um we all have that one friend that encourages that and that's good it's good to have those people you don't cut them out of your life you use them sparingly yes mm-hmm. it's yes. very it's and when we hate cops it's good it can be very good it's good cop bad cop you, you can't be angel benefic all the time you can't be benefic you know uh, cheesecake factory morning noon and night all the time or can you but I think knowing when I, I just like that and, and maybe it is going back to what Lisa said maybe it's because we are benefic-y sort of bitches like it's nice to recognize when you if you can if you can open your heart to that love that love and that space to say you deserve you deserve the soul well, treat like, I think it's so it. funny because we keep saying because we say oh the benefics are good and all that but really all of the stuff that's associated with them are things that we don't necessarily as a society certainly in american society don't really like value either Mm -hmm. because it is like having a good time being benefic you can't like i mean i guess he maybe can uh but like you can't make money off of that or you can but it's like those people that are making money off of it aren't the people that are enjoying themselves they're the people that are like taking the money from the people enjoying themselves or or like deciding to look at the sunset instead of answering your work email isn't something that we go like good for that person we go oh no that's you're gonna regret that tomorrow because you like you could have been doing X, Y, or Z or, or those sorts of things. So even though we say, oh, these are good, they aren't, they are things that I think are trickier to uh, quantify in that way. So it is harder to say, like, I don't know, just thinking it blew my mind thinking about, oh my God, there are people that must be like, I don't know how to access this benefic energy. And I'm like, Mm. what? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but that's true it's so true and I think that that is something it is hard because it is something that you can't say well how you enjoy this thing is you sit down for 10 minutes and you stare at this thing on the wall and then when you get up you'll feel like you're you had a good time or whatever like you miss this thing like people have different tastes and they have different uh, passions and and all that so I think it is something that's harder to access and so we do kind of um, brush it off as like, oh, well, that's good. Mm-hmm. And not the, I don't know, because they're kind of hard and indefinable in a little bit of a way. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Yay. And it might be based more in like house placement or sign or, you know, obviously these benefics are going to occur in your chart in a different place for everyone. And in different signs for a lot of people, depending on what, you know, year you're born in. Um, so I wonder, do you find that these, your, the way you like embody your Venus, your Jupiter, your benefic placements, do you find you do them privately or in groups or publicly with others? with mm-hmm. one other person by yourself mm, do you do that good that good good are you where's where that Venus for mm-hmm. everyone are you venus you know do you save mm-hmm. those things for special oh. occasions oh i think for me it's definitely just it's changed over the years and it changes all the time in the third venus in the third in sagittarius conjunct uranus um 
I, yeah, but I do think it is a little bit more, um, for people that I am around most frequently where it's not that I'm not necessarily first, first impression, even though I'm Venus ruled my Venus ascendant. Um, I, I am, I feel like a little bit more reserved if you meet me a different Venus than you get, if you know me different times. So maybe my Jupiter only comes out in, I think that definitely only comes out in one-to-one, uh, like not necessarily romantic relationships, but I'm now I'm just thinking about straight up binge eating or that sort of thing too, where like, that's a thing that's definitely a Jupiter, uh, one-to-one person kind of thing. (laughs) Private. Yeah. I mean, mine are both, my Jupiter and Venus are both in the 11th house using Placidus. So like, I could almost bring this to therapy tomorrow. Like it's hard for me to have fun alone. And I know that's a big lesson for me with my chart ruler with Aries moon. Like I am very much checking the temperature, making sure everyone's good, wanting to share. I'm like, that's been a life lesson for life as <laughs> just knowing when to just do things for myself and when to include others. And I think I'm really naturally good at including others and thinking of plans and inviting people so easily and so good that I do have to remember to go back to a more alone, like, I don't know, private place. I do things private. I mean, I got Pluto in the fifth house, you know, I do, do, I do like everyone does things privately, but in terms of that, the good feelings, even thinking of like, I know we keep going to Wikipedia, it's a great source. Um, But just talking about taking account of other people's feelings with Venus and, uh, forgiveness and ethicalness and being just a good person, which is how they describe Jupiter. It's like, oh yeah, that's what I want for my friends and for the people around me. Um, and then, uh, as you know, I think I've talked to you guys recently, my therapist just recently said, I talk about hard things with absolutely no emotional feeling, which is shocking to hear as a cancer rising person. So, um, yeah, I think those solo things are harder for me to access, but it's very easy to share. So I guess I should not stop sharing, but That's it's where true. I default to. It's where I default to because I, I'm good at that. That was a long, yeah. that was a long answer to <laughs> no, a long it. confessional. That was a long confessional answer. Lisa, what's your what's your Benny's what's your Benny's doing? Oh well, I have Venus in the first and Jupiter in the twelfth, so I kind of find that like it goes both ways, but I do think it's more. Um. I definitely like to enjoy art and stuff with other people, but there are certain things that I don't feel that I can have fun doing with other people too. Like Mm -hmm. there are some things that I really enjoy that I prefer to do privately and like definitely any kind of like today, I probably shouldn't say this on here. Um, God, how am I going (laughs) to, someone asked me if I wanted to work together from home and I was like absolutely not like never in a million fucking years do I want to do that I if we are like doing a group project or something I'll gladly sit with you and work on it but yeah if we're each going to sit here individually and do separate work on our computers I definitely don't have any interest in doing that there are certain things that because I won't be able to find joy in my work if you're here yeah and not not 
in a mean way, like if my boyfriend's home and whatever, it's fine. Like, it's not like that. It's just like, there are other things where things, and I, I like working. I like the work that I do. So it's like, sometimes I feel like I can't be productive with other people or there are certain things I don't like doing. I don't know. I, there are certain things I don't like reading together. Like I'll just, (laughs) I'll just go in another room and read. I feel like I'm having, I'm having, I guess I consider reading and similar to like meditation and stuff. It's like, if we're not reading the same thing, like I'm having a different spiritual experience than you. Mm, So I can go sit in a different room or I'm having like a different escape than you are. So I can go sit in a different room and enjoy that. I don't know why that's just not, there are just certain things. And I guess it it kind of goes both ways because I don't want to watch movies alone either. So it's like, I don't know how to explain it. But yeah, I think Mm. that first and 12. No, that totally makes sense. And that I resonate with that as well of the there are certain things that are absolutely better best enjoyed alone and because you don't want to have to think about someone else because I do want to be all in it and I don't want to when someone else is around I'm not all in it I'm thinking about this person I'm looking even just like darting like when someone's turning their arm turning the page next to you at a different rate it's like Mm -hmm. you know you're like oh is this something it just like takes you out of it I I Mm -hmm hardcore relate and I and I think that's that's that Jupiter to me like that education that expansion of the mind knowledge all that kind of stuff like I definitely do prefer it in the 12th house area I'm not a huge like big church goer like I -hmm. like little small group things little small meditative things like that where you can actually have a personal experience or where it maybe does feel a little more hidden or quiet or personal Mm -hmm. I think I also I wrote this down somewhere this came to me that I kind of can enjoy anything like or any kind of activity any sort of thing and that feels third housey where like I don't always enjoy it obviously there are times when anything anything can always be a chore and anything can be the most fun in the world but I think I I have pretty broad parameters around what what can and can't be enjoyed and Mm -hmm. I never thought of that as being like a pretty benefic sort of thing but like I am always trying to make a thing fun Mm. like not 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 unreal or like um unsubstantial but it's like yeah if you're gonna do that like do it the funnest way uh which sometimes requires boundaries I feel like I've learned I feel like that's as as a young person that's just like be drunk for everything but that's not actually how you enjoy everything like that Mm -hmm. you know comes coming with wisdom but I do think that is kind of my prerogative which I wouldn't I wouldn't say because I talk so much about my Capricorn moon and all the Scorpio shit, but I do just kind of want it. I do think anything can be fun. So let's make it fun. Mm, it's like, enjoy, like it's maybe that's the be- benefic of it all is, yeah. of course, I feel like I do that a lot too. Maybe it's also because I got Mercury lurking up, you know, in the mix here too, where it's like, hey, this will probably suck. But if I'm with you people, my friends, then we, it won't suck because we can, laugh at it or roll our eyes or just like enjoy this weird screening we're going to or this thing and maybe it's 11th house too is like and the pandemic really you know obviously sucked uh and it's still sucking but having future plans having things on the books even if it's like little things even if it's a call with like an old friend or like a catch-up like it's funny to think too because you know we can sort of do things in person again and recording remotely has made life so much easier because this is 
this is fun. And it's, it's like scratches, like a good part of my friendship slash astrology slash work brain doing this podcast. But also I've seen you guys not podcast like out in the real world, but it's like, it's almost like we can put this away because it does hit a work box and we can just focus on the like fun mm-hmm. box. Not that this, I yeah. have fun. No, but that's, it, but, yeah, exactly. But there is like, okay, well, got to upload the file and move it to, you know, then there is like the, the yeah. work components of it. So it's, it's leaving more room for the ben- benefic stuff of like where well, the malefic stuff is the stuff you have to do because it has to get done. Is that not to say, not to say that there again, can't be benefic all of the time, but also isn't that a better, um, like use of benefic or like a, a more it's honoring that energy more to be like, no work, isn't a party work is work. A party is a party. And that's why we separate them. Not because they don't, one is better than the other or whatever, but because when you need to be getting your work done, that's, that's what you're there to do when you're here to party fucking party, but not. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, don't be, remember that even though you are at work, we sometimes go to parties. And so we do kind of have that choice to be like, oh, can I look for an element of of fun in here? Because I know that that exists on the spectrum of experience instead of just giving over to, oh my gosh, I'm at work and this sucks and, and all this. Not to say that there aren't days where absolutely that is the vibe. Uh, you know, too, but it is just that that reminder that this other side of the experience exists. And so we can we can seek that out. We can inject it in our days. It doesn't have to consume it, but it 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 reminds us to keep looking for those things. And it also makes it sweeter when we get to go on vacation, go to a party, eat something really sweet and delicious and beautiful or observe art, uh, you know, make art, dance, all of those things. Mm-hmm. I think we can use it too because if you are having one of those days where you're like I can't I don't want to work this sucks whatever like see where those benefic things are see what's transiting where they're transiting see where yours like remind yourself where yours are what your strengths are and what you're good at and like try to lean into those things that day obviously you can't always like turn your whole fucking day around but sometimes if it's like oh well you know, Venus is transiting my seventh house today. Like I'm going to build a, a one-to-one relationship with my coworker who like, I irritates me or my, like my, my boss that like, I haven't talked to on a personal level in two weeks or whatever, like try to, I guess, lean in when you can, because that's the only way to like, to try is the only way to turn those days around. I think to those moments, I was just thinking of like the power of like being at work and then a good song comes on where people kind of like can't help but dance or sing along or you like can connect with someone. I think also thinking of those moments as like just a spoonful of sugar kind of thing where it's like you don't have to come up with like the structural answer of how you guys are going to handle this every day. Just have a moment right now where you guys like sing spice girls and that will lift some tension it will remind you that this person in front of you is a human being just like you who's probably having a shit day at work also let's come together let's have a dance break let's whatever and it's these things that are like cheesy and whatnot but they also i think work are important and 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 don't have to be that deep or that um uh that much work to to do Mm mm-hmm yeah see where i mean we all got 
planets that are benefic. We got analytics. them bennies, okay? We all got we all got hooked up with bennies. Maybe I I like seeing seeing where they are and and accepting the help. It is very. Yes. I feel like that's been the the theme is like except when the getting's good because we all know the getting can get real, real bad real quick. Yeah. So lean into the follow follow the good life is good as that little stick figure man is one said on that adirondack chair on a t-shirt somewhere on a in a lake house drawer <laughs> if you can make a shitty thing kind of good that's like not a bad way to live i don't know like there are worse things to do than enjoy yourself i guess is the thing will you will you be the most successful i don't know will you be the richest will you uh i don't you know, I don't know, but there are worse ways to live your life than, than, you know, being pleasant and having a good time. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, of course you can get into benefic days, benefic hours. Like if you really want to optimize in theory, the most good, Hey, why not? Yeah. It works for you. Hey, why not? I love that too, thinking about the looking at transits when there's like a day too, where it is like, if this is going to be a hard day, let's look to the, let's look to the benefic. Let's see how we can, where we can make it an easier day. If the transits are saying this is hard, well, what's our, what's our superpower here? Or what's our little, what's our spoonful of sugar that we can throw in? Yeah. And you're if you're me, amazing. you can just look at all the malefics and be like, see, see, <laughs> I am going to fuck it up. <laughs> yes and you know what i condone you either way thank you guys we condone you listening to this podcast we we mean we love it please keep doing it um thank you so much uh we love you we'll see you next week bye bye thank you for listening to what's your sign please rate us five stars and subscribe on itunes or whatever podcast platform you use if you like what you heard please support us on patreon you can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. What's Bye. Sign? What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?